0: so as we mentioned the, the Hashem in the speaks more about his system of how he fig, how one should figure things out and the logic of the safer is based on more than the safer itself but he will talk about the safer itself towards the end of the introduction so he says like this when one knows a number of things and understands how they are categories and systematically interrelated, then he has great advantage of one who has the same knowledge without such distinctions. It's very much like a difference between looking at a well-arranged garden planted in rows and patterns, and seeing a wild, thicket of forest growing in confusion. When an individual is confronted by many details, they don't know how they relate to one another or their true place in a general system, then his inquisitive intellect is given nothing more than a difficult, unsatisfying burden. He may struggle with it, but it will tire and go weary long before he attains any gratification. Each detail arouses curiosity and not having access to the concept as a whole, he will remain frustrated. For example, let's say someone took an engine apart and has all the place the pieces lie out in front of him. Right? But he's not a mechanic. Right? And he doesn't know anything about an engine. Right? So he has no idea where to start or where to end. And He'll never figure it out. Will probably never figure it out. In contrast to someone who knows the general concept of what an engine is supposed to do, and then he has to figure out backwards what the pieces, what pieces, what what each what each part role is. If one wishes to understand something, it's therefore very important to be aware of every other things associated with it, as well as its place among them. Meaning, the engine is supposed to make it. Something go, and each piece is how each piece relates to each other. Without this, one longing for truth will be frustrated and will be pained by its unsatisfied desire. The exact opposite is true when one knows something in relation to its context. Since he sees it within its framework and go on to grasp the concepts associated with it, and its success will bring a pleasure and elation. When studies the subject, he must therefore be aware of the place of each element within the most general scheme. When one takes into account existence as a whole, Including everything imaginable, whether detectable by our sentence or conceived by our minds, then recognize things are not all in the same category and level. The categories are both varied and numerous, as, and as they vary, so the rules and principles associated with, associated with them. But to comprehend the true nature of each thing, we'll one must be able to recognize these distinctions. <clears throat> there are, however, certain primary elements which, that must be recognized as part of the essential nature of each concept. Out of all the levels and category, one should be able to distinguish the following eight the whole and the part, the general and the particular. The cause and effect, the object and its associated qualities. The whole and the part means the in, in like physical things, like whether you'd see a piece of an engine, is this the whole thing or is this a piece of an engine? Right? The general and the particular is more of an idea, right? If you if you know an idea, is that is that you know is this a subcategory or is it part of a general idea? Even the whole and part is by ideas as well, when, when they're separate ideas, separate parts, not connected. The cause and the effect, and the object and its associated qualities or its predicate, like fire is the object, and heat that comes out of it is its qualities. This so when one examines something, you should first determine whether there's a whole or a part, a general category of detail, a cause and effect, an object or property. This is not only, we're giving an example of an engine, but we're trying to figure out Hashem, or trying to figure out why Hashem does certain things in this world. or are trying to figure out Pshad and the Mishnah. All these rules apply. When one learns, right, if you learn a Mishnah, and you do, let's say you learn a Mishnah and Kachem, Right? Let's say, you, uh, 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 have, uh, probably none of you have started extensive sense of the Qadshim yet, right? So if you're open now in a Gemara and spend four days on learning one Amr and Qadshim, would that make sense? <clears throat> no, because you'd be making numerous mistakes you'd know anything about it. Right? You'd have to first intend the general rules, you learn Mishnah is, learn the background information, then you have some concept of where the information you're learning falls in. And sometimes it's true whenever you, whatever you're learning. You're learning a new Mishnah, right? Ask, where is it where is it fit into the general concept of the laws that are associated with it? Is it a rule? Is it a, is it a general rule? Or is it a detail? When he realizes its, it's place in the general scheme, we then recognize the elements needed to complete his understanding and provide a precise general picture. If it is a part, he will seek to discover its whole. If it is a particular case, he will seek to find its general category. If it is a cause, he will seek its effect. If in effect, its cause. If he finds something to be a quality, he will seek to discover its subject. He will also, meaning, if he finds heat, you have to find fire. So these again, we're, we're giving physical examples, but it's more related to um, intellectual understanding. He also strive to ascertain what kind of quality it is, whether it precedes, accompanies, or follows its subject, whether it's intrinsic or accidental, potential or actual. All these distinctions, all are all these are distinctions it's out which one cannot have a complete picture of any thing's true nature. Beyond this, one must look into the nature of the thing itself, determining whether it involves an absolute or limited concept. If the concept is limited, we should ascertain its limits, since even when a concept itself is true, its truth is corrupted. If it is improperly valid or something, it was taken outside its area of validity. It's important to realize the number of individual details is so great that it's beyond the power of human mind to embrace and know them all. Even if you know a concept, you can't know every single detail part of it. One's goal should be, therefore, to attain knowledge of general principles. By its very nature, every general principle includes many details. As result, when a person grabs a general principle, or automatically grasps a large number of details. So if you're understanding the, the clolum, you understand the ideas, what you're learning, then you're able to connect all the details and connect the dots. At the outside, a person possessing a gen- at the outside, a person possessing a general principle may not be aware of its specific details or recognize them as elements of the general principle. Later, when confronted by them, he will be able to recognize them. Once he is aware of the general Principle, he will be at, not, not at loss to recognize the details that fall under it and cannot exist without it. This is what sages meant when they taught us that the should be. of Torah should always be in your hands as general principle, rather as individual details. And a lot of times, I see in Gemara people make this mistake, and they don't really grasp the whole concept because they're looking at the details and not trying to understand the general what's going, the general idea of what's going on. When dealing with general principles, you know, like a lot of times you ask someone about Sean ch- ch- What's I, I, I'll ask someone what is saying, and tell me all the details. And I'll ask him, what is Tyson's discussing? What topic? And sometimes you can't even answer that question, even though you know Tyson's is all the back and forth. But what is the concept under discussion? More importantly, you have to know, the, or ask yourself what the general discussion is about with the general and try to understand the, column. When dealing with general principles, however, one must be very careful to grasp all their aspects of your validity. Even elements and initially may seem superfluous should not be ignored, but should be taken to heart and put in the back of one's mind until the place in general scheme becomes clear. Sage just taught, there is nothing in theory that is empty. If expanding that yield reward in this world with the principle of re- remaining intact in the world to come that, this that is so no small that is no small or large point of energy and of bearing of ramification. The point when I teach and have ramifications in particular will it will about others. In turn, every general principle has provided some necessary information regarding all the particular cases, for that is the nature of general principles. The person must be careful in dealing with general principles, to be precise and examine the concept, relationships and connections, well, the manner in which one concept is inferred from the other in the beginning to the end. If one does it, he will be successful and gain insight. Taking all this in consideration, this, 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 this so that's at sort of the end of the first part of the introduction, where, again, the Ramchal talks about his system of logic and how to figure things out. I've written this small book, my intent was to set forth the general principle of Jewish belief and religion, expand them in a, all in a way that is clearly understood to provide a complete picture free of ambiguity and confusion. The roots and branches are presented according to their place in the general scheme so each one can be put to heart and be grasped with the greatest possible clarity. This book provides a basis which will make it much easier for you, its readers, to attain knowledge of God, to the its exposition so that all the entire secrets will be within your grasp, which is God's blessing that he bestowed it stands upon you so the point of learning Derech Hashem is to understand Hashem's world and through that when every action that, ha- that you do you connect to Hashem the point of Abediz Hashem to be Dabak hashem constantly connected to Hashem everything that good happens every struggle every blessing that you have everything you're doing always what is Hashem telling me am I feel protected and surrounded by my Father in Heaven that's the goal of life And when you learn Derech Hashem, you understand how Hashem speaks to you through this world. How everything in this world has a point. And what the point is, that gives you the ability to be Dabak by Hashem. Not only why, when when things happen, but even when you're serving Hashem Himself. When you're learning, don't forget about Hashem when you're learning either. Meaning, realize how learning, how davening is meant to, I'll get to that all in the fourth section, how the particulars of our body connect you to Hashem. But that's the point of the Sefer, that we understand Hashem's world, and we understand how our actions in the world, and therefore everything we do, connects us to Him. I've worked to arrange these concepts in the order that seems most suitable and in a language considered most appropriate to provide a complete picture of what I deem necessary. You should therefore go through this work carefully, diligently, remembering each fact until you find use for it. Do not overlook any detail, for you may be neglecting a vital concept. Concept. Read each word carefully, try to grasp essence each idea, and remember each thing accurately. You then attain the greatest benefit and gratification of this book. So that Reh HaShem, in contrast to many other authors, especially of his time, does not write in flowery prose at all. No, no, it's not, not a poetic safer, It's a very specific and factual, non-poetic way of writing that it gets to the point very sussmely in the full person in his words. I've called this book The Way of Hashem since it speaks of God's ways as revealed by his prophets and taught in the Torah. These are the ways in which Hashem directs both ourselves and everything else he created. I mean, every, I mean, if you understand the safer well, so everything you see in the world, you hear Hashem talking to you, you understand what Hashem is doing. This book is divided into four sections. The first is discusses the general base of all existence and details. The second section deals with God's providence, Hashkacha. The third, the prophecy. And the fourth was religious observance, Avodah. And now, fellow seekers of God, go on your way. And then he gives a beautiful bracha. May God be with you, giving you your eyes to see and ears to hear the wonders of His Torah. Amen. May this be as well. So, the Rech Hashem gives us the bracha that if we go in this way, we'll find and understand the path of Hashem. So, we we'll go to Chalik Aleph. Pericretion. The Creator. Every Jew must believe and know that there exists a first being without beginning or end who brought all things into existence and continues to sustain them. This being is God. This is the first Yiddiya a person should know. Now, he says, know and believe. What's the difference between knowing something and believing something? And in one place in the Rambam, and he says, when he brings this mitzvah and Sefer mitzvahs, one place, and, and he brings mitzvah and Sefer mitzvahs, and in the Riyadh, once he says to, know, to believe, to lehamen, and one says is lay that, know. What's the difference between knowing something and believing something? And the Redech Hashem says both. Everyone knows, everyone knows it's a God, right? Anyone doesn't know it's a God? I think everyone knows it is a God, right? That's why you're here, right? So if, if you know as a God, why do we constantly go against his will? Nachem, what do you think? Like, you can't like, see it 100%, you don't believe it 100 We know, but... Correct. I also believe, I think that like, you know you have to believe somewhat. But... So you're getting, around, you're getting close to the answer. Your general answer is correct. The answer is that even though we know Hashem is true, we don't know it enough. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? Right? Could let's say I had to convince you to that if you wanted to waste two hours, three hours, on your phone tonight, watching YouTube videos, right? You had to believe that you have four fingers on your hand. Could you? Could you manage that? I don't think so, right? Because you can't get away from the fact that you have five, right? But if you actually thought for a few minutes, God is in front of me. God is in front of me. Then you create, Now I'm going to watch YouTube videos for three hours, right? You couldn't do that either, right? But what do you do? You say. Hashem, excuse me a little bit, I'm going to forget about you. Please leave the room, and I'm going to do my thing, right? It's basically what we do. That's it's a very important rule to understand. Hashem is with us exactly mm. as much we let Him be. Not more, and not less. Right? So, when Hashem we ask Hashem to leave the room, in general, He obliges. He says, okay, you can do what you want. So, we're able to say, tell Hashem to leave. And we almost do it consciously sometimes. Right, we have Yitzhah saying, uh, but I'm saying, no, Yitzhar, Yitzhar type, get away. I want to do what I want to do. Right? My, my, my animal part wants to do what it wants to do. But the more we make the Rebbeinu a reality, the stronger that reality becomes, the less ability we have to push him away. It's a very, very important you say to understand in how the Yitzhah works and how to battle against him. The main way to grow in, against the A-Sahara is to strengthen our belief in Hashem. That sounds like I'm talking to someone who's not from, but that's not true. That's on every level. The stronger, we make, the stronger that we make our belief in Hashem, the more attached we are to Him, the more we want to do His will, and the less of an ability, simply, we have to go against it. Right, if we hung, if, we, if right before you were about to waste your three hours, right, someone walked in and put a big picture of um, I don't know, someone that you respect very much, like in your nose, right? Well, like he's, you know, he's watching you, right? I don't know, your father, your grandfather, your rebbe, right? Yeah, you're not going to want to do what you're doing now, right? So the baruchem is there too. We know he's watching us. We know it's going to be recorded, but we still say, "Excuse me, please leave," right? How is that possible? How can we do that if we know? The answer is that we could use different words, but there's many levels of knowing something. For example, very often the word belief and know is two different things in Chazal. Let's say someone tells me, "Some I I I don't know." The two people have a argument about a in a about a deal that they made, right? And I listen to both of them and I believe one, right? What level of belief do I have in one? Depends. I could believe that guy eighty percent, ninety percent, ninety five percent, but I don't know, right? Sometimes two guys come to me. One guy I know he's he's a cheater and a liar since the day he was born, and the other guy is a tad that never said a different words in his life, and they have started, and they come to me with an argument about a dentera, I know for sure which one's telling the truth, which one's not, right? I hope everyone here knows that their father loves them, not just believes it right everyone has different relationships with their father but in general some people don't have that unfortunately but most people do right to some level even if it's a uh, even for some even for some people it's a complicated or convoluted love but most people their father wishes to protect them in the way they see fit right and you know your father you know your father loves you okay for most people right i would you wouldn't say right menachem you, you think your father loves you well, you know your father loves you. You know. You're 100% sure, right? Now, is his love perfect? Nobody's perfect, right? But you know he loves you, right? You don't believe. Would you say, I believe my father loves me? You wouldn't use that expression, right? You believe I love you, right? You don't know it, right? But it's it's different, right? It's not, it's, it's, it's very different, the relationship between someone who bore you and protected you and your relationship since you were born, right? So, that's, there's one thing to believe in Hashem. That's, that's lahaman, to believe. Belief is sort of a non, not really a, it's a sort of knowing, not a hundred percent, and it's not totally intellectual. A idea is the knowledge that you can't get away from. A idea means that it's, it's connected to it, something physically. It's part of you. And that that idea of Hashem is what we have to get to through life and through the safer in particular now, to know Hashem and to understand how he talk speaks to us in every way throughout the day. And we get to that madriga of knowing Hashem. That is the source of all our veris. Right? We always, very often in yeshiva, when you don't come to shachris or you speak Lashonara, or you waste time, or you look at things you look at, for, so you get, you know, whatever, so you stop doing this and stop doing that, Right? It's usually not about what to stop doing, but instead what you're supposed to do good instead. And it's about wanting to connect. I'm, I'm doing those things. The cause of all Averis, a person doesn't sin unless he does, unless he comes into him a silly feeling. What's, the, what's, the, what's that stupid feeling, the stupid idea that God is not there? And we able to do that. We have the ability to tell God to please leave the room for a few minutes and come back soon. And I, I use I that, 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 uh, that term because it's really what we do. It's really how almost all our Averis, are, that's how the gets us. It tells us, just forget about Hashem for a few minutes. Contrast to in previous generation, usually the Averis were sort of um, are convincing us that what we, what we were doing was right. right. Instead, the Yetzirah today does, we're for, much more further removed from God. And if the Yetzirah today tells us, just forget about Hashem for a few minutes. And we're, we're good at that. And that's because our lack of Yediyah, Hashem, our, 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 we have, so we have to work on, that's the source of every single avera. is our lack of Yediyah, Hashem. And the way to grow in yiddis Hashem, is to spend time recognizing that fact. Every day when you daven, those are the three main times, to recognize that the point of davening is to recognize that Hashem is the master of the world and takes care of us and cares for us. That's the point of davening—to recognize that for ourselves. We use that opportunity to connect to Hashem. Every time we learn, before we learn, say I'm, Hashem is teaching me His Torah, the understanding of the world. Right? Every time we do a mitzvah. So that's that's the that's the goal. That's the, that's the cause of almost all our struggles, our lack of Yiddish Hashem. And so that is something that we have to work on. In a way, again, we always we often work on the effects of problems and not the causes. Yes, if you're getting up late for davening, you need a vecker. but more importantly, you have to understand why you should get up and enjoy davening more, and then you get up, right? If I love davening, I don't need a vecker, right? For most people. because I love davening, I'm going to get up, right? If you don't really like davening, but you just want to get up anyway because you know normal people get up in the morning and it's expectation yeshiva, so you probably come most of the time, you come a little late, and then... You always have excuses, right? And that's what you struggle with. So the cause of that problem is not loving to daven. That's not an easy thing to fix. It takes a lot of effort. But that's the cause of the problem. And the cause of not loving to davening, and the cause of all our things that we do wrong and don't do right, is all our lack of ideas, Hashem. How do we work on it? Understanding the Hashem's world through learning the Sefer Hashem. Constantly meditating and contemplating this idea that Hashem is our Father and takes care of us in the midst of the world, and you have ample opportunity to do it, particularly by davening. You're quiet, you're there anyway, you might as well think about the truth of the world and use davening as a time to build yourself because that is the, the, the amud, that's the pillar of all Yahweh this Hashem, to have a yidiyah of Hashem. It means that you know something that you can't get away from it. Meaning, I'm losing a negative expression, but it's, you don't want to get away from it. We don't want to get away from Hashem, but we do because we have OESR. again, all our areas are complicated. there's not one, only one thing that makes us succeed or struggle in anything in life. We're complex beings but nevertheless the source the main source of everything is our ideas Hashem. not just a belief but to know it and a knowledge that I can't get away from right I had to believe that I could only watch I could only waste three hours tonight watching YouTube videos if I believed that I don't have eyes. That wouldn't make sense. How could I believe in eyes? How could I watch without eyes? You can't say eyes, my belief in eyes go away. Then how am I looking at it, right? The I could say the same thing about Hashem. How could I not believe in Hashem? My eyes work because Hashem lets them work. But that's not that's that's that belief is not a idea. That's a belief. And we do believe it. But the idea that makes it that it's a sort of a physical connection to that idea that I can't get away from, that is where all of us in this world lack, and that's where all of us have to continuously throughout life always grow in that area. That is the point of struggle and, and the point of growth for just about anything. And many ways to, to to expand that and work on that. And learning is one of the main things, and that people like learning different things to connect them and make them feel Hashem more. Some people like Pekias, whatever it is, whatever it is that makes you feel Hashem and connect Hashem, and then in the long run is what makes you want to and successfully serve Him. Okay, let will stop here. Shalom Aleichem. This is Menachem Weinberg. These yorums were given in Yeshivas Ahabes HaTera, Cleveland. For more information, visit yeshivasahabeshaTera.org. Thank you.